Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Well, I feel like I've been hit by a bus because the teaching these past two days... I found out I can still do a five oh, my on my rifle, the microphone. which was really cool. I was trying to write. I was waiting for my mom to get there to help paint the floor the other day. <laughs> you were like, I'm going to practice. Yeah. I was, well, I was writing their stuff and then I said, can I still do a five? Honestly, I was like, can I still do a quad? And I could. And Caitlin then I was is like. very loud in my ear. Oh. Am I very loud in your ear? It's normal. Caitlin is very loud in my ear. Maybe I'm just talking louder today. No, it's just that you. it's louder in my ear. Um. But then now everything's quiet. I yeah, now you're too quiet. <sighs> too much. <laughs> Louder. Louder. Nope. Black Eyed Peas said that. <laughs> what I like is that I was sitting here being like, Caitlin's too loud in my ear. Louder. <laughs> Mike said. Tick. Yeah. Oh, I can hear you through the wall. Yeah, me too. Um. Anyways. But you know, I was like, can I still do a five? I did. And I went. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I can hear me, though. And I said, what the fuck? <laughs> Damn it, Caitlin. I'm just talking normal. I know. I'm telling you. I think the mic, I, I think the headphones are just louder. But I did a five, though. And I was rather proud of myself. What I, is that? Uh, it means I tossed my rifle and it spinned five times in the air. And then spinned. I caught it. Spinned. Spint. <laughs> it spun five times in the air. It spins. And it goes one, two, Makes three, five rotations. Four, five. It actually goes one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. <laughs> Back down. That but, would yeah. be incredible if it went <laughs> five and up and then immediately straight down. drops down. <laughs> like the Tower of Terror. Yeah. No, but it was fun. And then I remembered, I was like, I am kind of good at this. <laughs> Never mind the fact that I teach multiple color cards. Oh my God. <laughs> but I was spinning and I was just like, I am good. And, and then, like, some of the ro- work I wrote, like, to the show, I was like, this is really cute. Like, and I was spinning and stuff. I'm going to interrupt you and tell you all to have a happy holiday. And you. Oh, uh, we're never going to see you again till the new year. For real, thank you all for everything you did. You ate us. Oh, I'm just us. kidding. We had to say it. It wasn't <laughs> fair if we didn't say it. <laughs> Bye. Beep <laughs> <Theme song>. song. <laughs> your excuse aren't we perfect (laughs) dude i'm looking at my hair in this reflection i was looking at mine and it's all behind the headphones did you use your chopstick curler yes today yes i did today i went for a more subtle look not me instead of my 
chopstick curler. Yeah. Mainly, I was also out of time. Did I ever tell you about the time so. that I used my <laughs> chopstick when I had orange and purple hair and I did two smaller sections and ended up looking like Bozo? Oh, like no. straight up sent a pit. Like you Ryan looked it. at me and was like, that is big. <laughs> <laughs> I sent a picture to my family and I was like, I look like a fucking clown. I'd, you, I would love you. I'll show you a picture. I got a new clown the other day. He's got a crocheted body. It's cute. Tuesday morning has these dolls that kind of resemble yours. I mean, they're not. I love that yours. you tagged me in the Skellington's post because yeah. I had already, the moment they posted that, I said, they're like, anyone want these? And I said, ugh, probably me. <laughs> and then I post, <laughs> and I was like, okay, how much are each of these? And they were like, and their prices are I- entirely correct. I just, no. I then had to go, fuck, which ones do I want? Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm not made of all the money. Um, oh, really? I know, right? You you would really think otherwise. Um, but oh, they're beautiful, like Minerva style German dolls, but with the porcelain heads instead of the metal on the cloth body fabrics, mm-hmm. and then their beautiful little dresses. I really wanted them. Well, good thing I tagged you in it. Yeah, I'd also it's already like talked to them you. though. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was like, I'd already. I figured you had already seen yeah. it. Um. But I hadn't seen it on Facebook. I saw it on Instagram, though. Oh, okay. So that was, you did find me first on Facebook. Good. And I told them, okay, I'm going to have to decide which one I want. And hopefully, I haven't gone back to them since yesterday. So <laughs> hopefully the one I want is still there. Got a good bag, bitch. I know. There's at least one of the Minerva, they're like the $50 dolls, mm-hmm. and which is, again, yeah. a perfectly normal price for yeah. dolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do I spend so much money on dolls? My mom gave me a hundred-year-old Edgar Allan Poe book yesterday for Christmas. Oh, I thought you were going to say Edgar Allan Poe doll. And I was like, who made that? (laughs) No, it's a a Poe book. It says, purchased 1921. Oh, nice. uh, So obviously it was published before Mm -hmm. 21. And then, yeah, just there's an inscription on it that says Mm -hmm. 1921. And Mm -hmm. this is awesome. And she gave me big old one of those... um, one of those with the hazelnuts. Yeah, Ferrero Rocher. Oh, sounds like a ones. big grapefruit. It's like one of those big ones. So where you like chop it open and it's yeah. got more inside. And you're like, wow. So how was your week? <laughs> I mean, I guess we already started talking about your week. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I taught uh, two days, just like a solid, almost 24 hours, like solid. I guess at this point it was just color guard. Yeah. My body is broken. Mm-hmm. Mine too. I couldn't walk. And and that's just from a lack of health on my yeah. part. My fingies jammed my fingers again, busted some blood vessels, which mm. was fun. Buddy. Uh, but I had so much fun, and I think we're in a good spot. So good. proud of my kiddos. They surprised me with some of their dance, and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> like, are y'all my students? I was like, because this is good dance. And so then I said, well, I'm going to give you some harder dance. And mm-hmm. so then I started throwing in some contemporary shit, and looks good already and i'm like we haven't even cleaned this yet that's because they have the best teacher (laughs) i'd like to think yeah no absolutely but yeah i'm i I was we had to limit our um amount of instruction time that normally happens because um we typically do like on show camp days it's typically friday from like the like from one of the fridays they get out so it's like 
they have early release so it's like two to six or eight it's it's typically two to eight and then nine to six the next day Mm -hmm. and um we had to do two to six and then one or nine to one so it was uh, it was a lot shorter rehearsal than normal but we still got quite a bit accomplished and uh yeah that got a strong group of kids this year so good i'm happy and yeah i'm sorry i do want to i told everyone who's involved in the podcast if my phone rings i'm going to answer it and it is already texting so is it your parents no oh it's my gift basket is at my house oh that's nice they delivered yeah wow well nice. caitlin i'm a top prize winner yeah <laughs> well, that's good yeah fuck yeah that's good they delivered yeah it's very nice of them and they were very nice kids but i am happy for your students yeah i think they're gonna do well they hopefully will. Um, I mean, this season's nothing about this year is normal. Yeah. So hopefully this season will be somewhat normal for them because yeah, they were prime. Like they were. If we had gone to championships last year before it was canceled, we would have meddled, mm. which would have been like awesome for them, awesome for me as yeah. my first year at that school. Yeah. Coming home with a golden, well, any medal. <laughs> 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 I think they could have gotten gold though. Yeah. Honestly. Like, we yeah. were set up to win, which is, like, <laughs> so hopefully this year we this can year. go in and maybe get close again. I decided so. this year. They're showing me that they're really good already, so I'm yeah. just like, great, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we could have at least won bronze last year. Yeah. Easy. Um, and so a little bit, a little bit disappointing, but. Oh, I was just pointing at the little yeah, the bug. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, how was your week? It was good. Um, got to open a couple of Christmas gifts already, <laughs> because uh, well, first of all, my brother sent our Christmas gifts. My siblings will not be joining us for Christmas because COVID. Mm. Um, my brother bought me fucking Echo earbuds. They are like Echo Unlimited, like the hoodies. No, mm, like Echo, like, like oh. Amazon Echo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did my earbuds. <laughs> what is that? Sound <laughs> going out of my throat. <laughs> um, no, like Amazon Echo. You know what the like earbuds? <laughs> the little rhino. <laughs> Um, that makes more sense. I forget incredible. that. <laughs> Dude, they're wonderful. They he did good. Yeah. Um, and then my mom did this really funny thing. So I was at their house helping out with my dad. And uh, <coughs> sorry. And uh, I was looking at Christmas gifts, obviously. And she said, like, that one's Susan's, my brother's girlfriend. That's fine. Um, I was, well, I was going to decide if I wanted that bleeped out or not, but I think it's fine. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it's like, so she was like, that's hers. That's your brother's girlfriend's gift. And I was like, what is it? And she was like, it's a heating pad. And I was like, are you sure that's not mine? Cause he's going to be. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it looked like it said, I got them. Go pee. <laughs> I think it said um, I got them. <laughs> But I was like, are you sure that's not mine? Because I had a heating pad on my wish list. And she was like, yes, I'm sure. And I was like, 
Okay. And so I went home thinking, like, I think she bought that for me and then forgot, but it's okay. My brother's girlfriend can have it. Maybe she needs a heating pad. And so I didn't mention it again because I was like, she seemed really sure. And then I even showed her on my wish list. I was like, look, it says on my wish list, like, when I click on that item, it says someone may, you may have a gift. Someone may have purchased this for you. And she was like, well, maybe Ryan got it. And I was like, yeah, I don't know, maybe. And so then I went home and I was like, I think that's mine. But I didn't say anything because I was like, whatever, it's a fucking heating pad. What am I going to do? Be like, don't give her that. No, I'm not a monster. So I go to their house the other day and I was like, God, my shoulder fucking hurts. And she was like, oh, and she, oh, she had wrapped it and written my name on it first and then crossed it out. I was like, why is my name crossed off of this? And she was like, I thought it's, it's hers. I missed, I messed up and I didn't want to rewrap it. And I was like, okay. And so that was the other giveaway that I was like, I think this is actually mine. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes, do you want to open one of your gifts early? And I was like, okay. And she was like, here you go. And it's that box. And I went, I noticed there's new wrapping paper and there's no names crossed out. <laughs> and she goes, just open it. And I was like, hmm, what could it be? <laughs> and I'm like shaking it. And she's like, do you want it or not? And I was like, well, obviously I want it, mother. And, she was, and so I opened it. And I was like, so it was mine? And she was like, yes, I messed up. And I was like, I knew it. <laughs> and she was like, what? And I was like, I knew it the whole time. I was like, I think that's mine. And so, and then Ryan let me open a gift. Also, uh, it's in my purse. I'll have to show it to you. It's a button. Hmm. He may have gotten it from you. I don't think so. No. I think he ordered it. But it's a threat level midnight button. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's so it's cool. It's wonderful. Um, oh, my God. I love that. Yeah. It's pretty great. Where did, then, okay. I'm going to need to ask him where he got that from because I just yeah. want to buy that for me. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> And so then my mom bleached my roots for me. Cute. Touch those up. Looks good. Thank you. Uh. Good job. And then. Oh, my God. Uh. You're so good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's how my good job came off. <laughs> and then uh, did the market today. Did Eastside Market. Did pretty good. Good um, job. And won a raffle. Yeah. So. Yay. That's exciting. But yeah, so my parents may oh, be calling me. you haven't me. seen your basket yeah. yet. Not yet. I was going to say, what did you get? Yeah. You let me know when after. I will. That's exciting. That's right. I never win anything. Yeah. I'm sure the girl, I mean, like, I, <laughs> the girl probably thinks I'm an idiot because I called her back and I was like, hi, this is Megan Sheffield. And she's like, hey, I don't know if you listened to my message. And I was like, I never win anything. Aww. And she was like. Oh, great. And I told her, I was like, I feel like a child. <laughs> I'm 30. And she was like, okay. Yeah. The only <laughs> issue is I went onto their Facebook to see if I could get, like, more details on what the prize was. Because, yeah. like, remember, I didn't look at any of those gift baskets. I just gave them $10. I didn't $10. either. Yeah, I just yeah, gave them $10, like, too. We're going to pay for Jacob's prom yeah. with our $20. That's what we're thinking of you, bud. That's what I told thinking them. I was like, you're welcome for your prom. Caitlin and I paid for it. Yeah. Our $20, $20 is your prom. combined. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can have a nice fondue fountain. Yeah. Probably half of it. <laughs> you can get the chocolate. Not at even Dollar the Tree ceramic <laughs> or metal. You can't fountain get the part. fountain. You can get. You can buy. You the can microwave. have some hard blocks of chocolate <laughs> and some the cheese. microwave from the teacher's lounge. <laughs> we're gonna nuke it and we're gonna pour and it down. Some Velveeta, <laughs> not even real cheese. 
It's like just a slow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got to stick your chip under. <laughs> so uh, that's pretty much. And now my whole body is sore. Um, that's it. My leg. Why is Went your whole body sore from lifting everything up? Trying to open that tent by myself. Oh, that was a bad plan. We came yeah. eventually. I don't know why I tried it. I don't oh, think because tents are Kat told me that she opens it by herself. Really? And Debbie told me that she does. That Kat does. And I was like, oh, I can't even. I no. She must be a god. Yeah. But so do you want to tell them what we're going to talk about? Well. For Christmas, Christmas, time. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan and I realized we hadn't sang that like uh, all holiday sang it season. The other day. Well, I know, but oh, it had been okay. like like yeah, it was I like know. two weeks ago or something Crimin that we went. Crimin he goes Christmas, and I go the Christmas time, and I said, "What the heck?" And he goes, "I know," because oh we've God. just been singing Santa Gravy. Yeah, oh. Santa Gravy, sip your sausage into my cheeks. Uh. That's our words. I <laughs> wrote a much better. Did you ever hear my? I did. Uh, yes. The best. Yeah. Did I ever sing it for the podcast? I don't think so. But you couldn't remember it afterwards oh, for a while. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling. Ring di- er, just hear those sleigh bells jingling. Give me that dingling too. Dingling. Outside it's lovely weather for some butt stuff together with you. Yeah, butt stuff. Get it up, get it up, get it up right now. And then we can plow. Oh, okay. I was like. You could even say, get it up, get it up, get it up, let's go. But with the plow, mm-hmm. you need it to be now. Mm-hmm. I was like, That's as far as I got. I told Ryan I was much better at writing dirty Christmas songs than him. Hey. Because I actually, no, because we I love wrote our gravy. More, I wrote we have more a gravy lyrics. Album. <laughs> I had written more lyrics to Santa Gravy. Um, But I could. that's what I couldn't remember was my Santa Gravy lyrics. Uh, that's what I could never remember. But they were good. Yeah. People told me. The we critics have, spoke. And it was like, gravy, 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 oh. <laughs> we also have, hit me gravy one more time. And Do you remember his oatmeal I jokes? Gravy <laughs> Were you, was it y'all story that he did the oatmeal yeah, jokes? Yeah. yeah. The oatmeal jokes. I love the oatmeal God. jokes. Fucking oatmeal jokes. Ah, I'm going to miss it. Gloat meal. My last days. <laughs> fucking can't be soon enough i wish it was already happened because then i want to go to work tomorrow morning Mm -hmm. well ryan will be there yeah and i'll come (laughs) in that's great i i am happy to work with ryan if i ever work with anyone else i'm like god damn what a fucking work here christmas special christmas what are we doing we're talking about christmas figures did our a little bit spooky also welcome to what's your excuse (gasps) oh yes hello Welcome. <laughs> I'm Megan. <laughs> I'm Caitlin. <laughs> and this is a podcast where we, we talk about the reasons why we're fucked up individuals and we don't just introduce ourselves. Forgot this whole <laughs> 20 minutes almost yeah. to tell you yeah. who we are and why we're here. Um, anyways, but we are going to talk about weird Christmas stuff. It's not a normal Christmas with us ever. Right. Um, so we are talking about Christmas uh, figures, you know, just mm-hmm. who out there are a little bit spookies. Not like your traditional Santa Claus, but a little bit. Yeah, no, spooky ones. A little bit more weird and mm-hmm. uh, not as friendly and jolly. No. Yeah, they're not there to leave you nice stuff. Um, 
I mean, if you're lucky, they'll leave you alone, and that's what you yeah. get. You ain't getting no presents. Yeah. But if you're mad, you can get your f- skin eaten off of you. So you go first this week. I do. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. Do you want me to go first? No, it's fine. Um. So, going off of eating. Ryan just told me he's spending all of my gift cards right now. Oh, good. <laughs> um. Going off of what we just said, I'm going to go into some Icelandic folklore and talk about Gryla. I love Gryla. Yeah. She's fun. Her and her Yule Lads are some of my favorites. Do you think her Yule Lads are circumcised? I don't know. What do Icelandic people believe in? I don't know. I'm not Icelandic. Yeah. I was watching this show called Dash and Lily. Yeah. I was telling Debbie to watch it. Mm. Um. It was great. I stayed up till 1 a.m. watching it last night, wow. which is very late for me because mm-hmm. um, I'm like a 9 yeah. p.m. kind of yeah. gal. And um, anyways, what happened in it? Oh, oh, yeah. There was Jew core. It was p- Jewish punk music. Great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and it was amazing. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I was like, this is so cool. Anyways, um, so not related at all. (laughs) But kind of. I mean, you said circumcision. Anyways, so for those of you who don't know, Gryla is a giantess with an appetite for flesh of mischievous children who she cooks in a large pot. And then she saves them. She makes like a big old stew. Mm -hmm. And then it sustains her for the whole year Mm -hmm. until the next cold winter Christmas season where she goes and collects flesh of mischievous children well, she needs it to survive she does um, and then she has a spineless husband named lapaldi lapaldi lapaldine lapaldine that's tasty y'all um anyways the man loves butter lazy and mostly stays at home in their cave okay so that's pretty much where it is um but yeah so that's gryla she goes around but she does not work alone she has a whole lot of other stuff, um, a lot of other hands that help her. So I've already mentioned the Yule Lad slightly, uh, and she they are the sons of Gryla and Lepalidi. L-E-P-P-A-L-U-D-I. Lepalidi, right? Lepalidi? Lepalidi? Lepalidi. Her husband. <laughs> That's what I like to do. It's just your playzoom. Her husband. Gryla and that guy uh-huh. had 13 sons. Jesus. And they were called the Yule Lads. Yeah, that's a lot. Cheaper by a dozen? Move over. Um, but And they're, they're not even well behaved, 12 kids. Because like some of them, you know, like Clark Kent, yeah. Smallville dude, was well behaved and cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> Hillary Duff was also. Uh-huh. They got Lizzie McGuire. She's being nice. Yeah. Um, but then some of the other ones, you know, not as good nice. Gryla's, though. 13 mischievous pranksters who steal from or harass the population and have all and all have descriptive names that convey their way of harassing. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go into them a little bit later. I will be entirely front up close right now. I can't see. It's it's a fuck ton of Icelandic shit. I can't say okay, half of great. it. Most of it I went. Yeah. What? Yeah. Sure. I was reading. I was just like, no. sure, sure, sure. So they have a like English uh-huh. translation next to it. Yeah. 
it's not going to sound as cool. Great. That is what I'm strictly going to stick to, though. That's smart. It's <laughs> a good plan. Because the other ones, I went, I nope. I can't even begin to know mm-hmm. how to pronounce this. And, and you I'm shouldn't. sorry. Because it's just going to be wrong. Yeah. It's going to be so wrong. I can't even say Lepaldi. <laughs> right. Why is <laughs> so, that Italian? Lepaldi. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that's wrong on also some levers. Levers. Levels, too. Um, but anyways, they have the, their, her Yule lads come to town during the last 13 nights before Christmas, which is the Yule time. And they leave small gifts and shoes of children who have like placed on windowsills. And then they give potatoes to the ones who've been bad. Mm -hmm. This is, this is a recent adaptation of them though, to make them a little bit more friendly. Yeah. So they don't like eat all their skin. Yeah. They go, oh, you've been bad? Potato. <laughs> and I'm like, that's kind of a prize, right? Yeah. But they're honestly. rotten. Actually, I think oh. this doesn't say it here, but other places I've read, they're typically rotten potatoes. Mm. So you can't do much with that anyway. You can plant it. Teach a man to fish. Give a kid a plantable to- potato. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Give him a potato. He'll have some french fries. I don't know. I don't know if any of these kids know how to plant potatoes. Probably not. I don't want to speak for all Icelandic children. I don't know how to plant potatoes when I was a kid. (laughs) That's mainly what I was getting at. Um, But not only does she have her 13 sons and her spineless husband, she also has the Yule cat. Mm -hmm. Kitty. It's like my kitty. I'm Gryla. Neat. Eat skin. (laughs) I'm so sorry, Jacob. My lap just like completely overcame the mic. It's beautiful. Um, The Yule Cat is a huge and vicious cat who lurks over the snowy countryside during Christmas time and eats people who have not received any new clothes to wear before the Christmas Eve. So. That I I read in another place that this was mainly because the like eating the people who hadn't received new clothes it was a way to get people to finish all their knitting mm-hmm. and sewing in time yeah so that way everyone would be like ah. so that way they wanted their children and shit want to get eaten yeah <laughs> what like lovely ways to get people to get shit done you know I mean, tactics I've it said works. it before I'll say it again. I grew up being told that if I didn't go to bed on Christmas Eve on time, Ui Kukui was going to show up. Yeah. And guess what? My ass was in bed at 9 p.m. But whereas the years that they were like Santa's or no, I'm sorry. Ui Kukui was going to show up. Whereas the years that they were like Santa Claus won't show up. I was like, big fucking deal. Yes, he will. He Santa goes around comes. the world. All night long, he can circle back. Tim Allen taught me that. Yeah, hello. <laughs> but the fear of Kukui put my ass in bed. Exactly. Quick. Yeah. Quick. Um. So going off of that fear, in the I believe in the 1800s, Iceland actually banned any sort of like folklore of Gryla. and they're like, shit. "You're not allowed to use this as a fear tactic against your children because she's that." traumatic yeah traumatizing she's not just like oh like you've been bad here's a lump of coal like gryla will eat your fucking skin off she'll collect you in this sack that she can collect like she just takes all the bad children and she can hold like fucking hundreds of kids and then she makes you into a stew yeah 
I so, mean, by the time you're made into the stew, though, you're most likely dead. Point, She's yeah. already ripped your skin off. You probably are dead by the time you're in that sack. I mean, you just yeah. get suffocated. Your skin is off. Yeah. And, I mean, she's it's not only her. She's got her Yule lads coming around, too. Yeah. Like, at that point, you're probably like, please kill me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, But, yeah. Oh, man. She had, that, this was the part of the, the, the article where I went, nope. <laughs> all the words are just like I can't read this um, but so I wanted to go a little bit into more depth about the 13 Yule lads mm-hmm. so Gryla I mean you get pretty much the point Yeah, she's she's the head honcho she kind of calls the shots right? but her Yule lads have um, very specific roles and they help her achieve her end goal of making a really nice stew mm-hmm. that lasts for a year <laughs> a big ass stew um, big ass freezer yeah i mean where is she keeping all these body parts maybe in iceland maybe it's real cold no that's why because greenland was called greenland so that way people would move there but it's actually covered in ice mm-hmm. and then iceland does a lot of green so mm-hmm. i don't know if this is still true in the world today <laughs> <laughs> global Climate warming's change. a little all over the place so who knows um but so this article says i just want to talk a little bit more about them it says today their image has largely but largely been sanitized rather than being depicted as trolls defined by extreme deformities they now tend to wear the traditional red and white clothes fluffy beards and wide smiles and rather than pulling pranks they simply leave presents in the shoe um, of children who place them in their windowsills mm-hmm. and we're good and then um in place why can of i hear that every time you spray it yeah i can hear it too we can hear it in here yeah i can hear it in my because headphones i don't know i think your mic may be on no we want to be able to oh, hear yeah. us yeah yeah it's um, wild in place of a piece of coal though not a icelandic children will find a potato in their shoe in the mm-hmm. morning potato shoe again if it's not rotten i'd be like thank you french fries this potato chips. I can make mashed taters. Baked tater. All these taters. Potatoes of the tot variety. Milky. Right? Milky's what? made out of potatoes, yeah. right? I'm <laughs> sorry. I thought. <laughs> I, thought <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Maybe Noki's not made of potatoes. <laughs> what I like is that you thought I would just turn my back. <laughs> you Fuck wrong. you, Noki. No. You're so dumb. <laughs> I can't be with a friend who doesn't know what Noki is made out of. I was, like, I was really certain. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Anyways, so back to the Yule Lads. So the 13 Icelandic Yule Lads. Um, the first one, his Icelandic name is like Stekjastar. Okay. That's probably wrong. It says sheep coat clod. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> also doesn't make it. I'm not sure if that translation is super great. Um, but the first of the Yule lads to leave <laughs> the mountains to stir up trouble across the 13 days is the sheep coat clod. And from the 12th of December until the 26th, his uh, modus operandi was to harass the sheep of any household he came across. So he just goes and fucks with a bunch of sheep. Seems rude. A little bit. And um, 
I guess Icelanders usually keep their sheep underground in the winter's mo winter months. And so when the sounds of their tormented bleeding would echo up into the house, it was a sign that a uh, sheep coat clawed. I had to go back up because I'm like, what? Had found them. And it's such a sound, though common in the winter months, with storms regularly harassing the flock, became even more ominous, particularly considering that sheep were the lifeblood of every farmstead. Mm -hmm. Um, so most of the Yule lads, it seems that their direct intent is to like fuck with everyone's like livelihood. Yeah. It's not like <laughs> like mischievous. It's like no, we're gonna like eat your sheep and take then all you your won't milk be able away. To make any money and we're gonna ruin all your crops, kind of thing. Yeah, and so then you're without money, and um, it fucks a lot of them over. And it says in order to terrorize as many Icelandic homes as possible by sunrise. So like. He just goes around and he's just messing with all of them. Mm -hmm. The second Icelandic Christmas uh, lad <coughs> or Yule lad is Gully Gok. Okay. And it says, hiding in the gullies around a house, waiting until its residents have fallen asleep, his method of troublemaking was to break into the cow shed and steal any milk available. It's got a lovely illustration here of just a guy sitting under a cow, sucking a teat. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 but so it says in doing so he robbed families of the key ingredient and the sauce is meant to be enjoyed over the festive season so he mm -hmm. took like all the dairy away from them and, and just not to mention traditional skur as well like like their yogurts and stuff oh yes yeah. duh <laughs> and uh so it says although only wealthier Icelanders owned cows most poor people historically lived on the farmsteads of the rich meaning all were affected by the trolls antics right the third one the third Yule Lad is uh I'm gonna be honest it looks like Stouffer's <laughs> that's it I think it, I think it's Stouffer or Stubby became a nuisance throughout Iceland at Christmas by stealing the household pans for the delicious crust that remained on them from the 14th to the 26th of December, his appetite was insatiable. So, essentially, he'd just come and, like, eat. Licking your dirty-ass pans? Yeah. And he would, like, take all the pans and pots and stuff away so you couldn't make your pies, your mm -hmm. Christmas pies, and your Christmas traditional meals that would happen. Um, <laughs> this does say, while this may not seem like a terrible crime historically, pots and pans were incredibly valuable in Iceland. The country had no mining industry of its own, and such goods had to be imported and were very expensive. And for some impoverished families, they were the only possessions worth anything that they had. Mm -hmm. So the fact that Stubby was coming around and selling the or er, stealing them was um, not great for them. And now, can I pitch an idea mm. as to, <clears throat> you know, I think I go... Okay, was this ways that poor families could explain to their kids why they didn't have pies on Christmas or why they didn't have nice sheep's clothes or why they didn't have decadent sauces for Christmas because all of these trolls came because it's easier to say that than to tell your children, like, bro, we're poor. Maybe. That's my thought. I mean, I don't know. There's no way to know, I guess. The next one's called Spoon Liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So that's how you tell your kids when you want to lick all the spoons. You say, no, no sauces left to lick. Yeah. <laughs> He's licked our spoons dry. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
his name I can't even imagine. So, Thorvaliskiller. Mm-hmm. I think that's wrong. I think it's right. <laughs> I think you're right on the fucking money. He's known as the Spoon Licker. And this Yule Lad set out on his nationwide tour of mischief the 15th of December each year. To break nationwide it. tour. <laughs> is what this Selling says. out amphitheaters. <laughs> <coughs> Let me lick your spoons. <laughs> come um, one, come all. I'll lick the fuck out of your spoons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to break into the homes of Icelanders and... Slaver his tongue over their spoons in the hopes of a morsel to eat. So I guess Gryla's not sharing her soup. And so he's got to go lick spoons to get some food to last him for the year. Poor guy. That's pretty mean of their mom. You're going to starve. Yeah, I was like, th- your other brothers have already no. stole all the sauces. <laughs> when so. they die of starvation, does she put them in the stew? I feel like she must, right? And then replace them. Yeah. And just name her next Yule she lad. She steals another one and goes, make him a Yule lad. Yeah. I don't know why she sounds like that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, oh, okay. So a lot of them were deformed, it says, which is why in recent years they were. I can't imagine they were attractive. Yeah. yeah this is. <laughs> <laughs> showed her the picture of spoon liquor <laughs> um but his behavior was a result of his unique deformity he was grotesquely gaunt from malnutrition unusual amongst trolls who were most often depicted as overweight and muscular beasts uh the lesson to be learned from spoon liquor's behavior is less apparent than with many of the other yule lads although it's perhaps as simple as ensuring children clean their cutlery Artists. so spoon liquor looks more like a house elf than a troll, like a traditional troll. Yeah, he's not like the big ones, like troll yeah. in the dungeon. Yeah, troll. Um, Thought you ought to know. Some of them, I feel like a lot of them don't really look as they look like just straight up people, children, oh. people. Like sheep coat clawed looks like troll, but giant, yeah. uh, skinny human. Gullygock looks like cow size, which yeah. is uh, large. Yeah. He looks, I feel like what a normal human would look like yeah. being under a cow, though. Yeah. And then Stubby is almost the same size as this barrel. And I'm like, uh, in, yeah. uh, in El Dorado, two people fit in the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not that big. Yeah. Spoon Licker kind of looks like just Creed from The Office. <laughs> oh, my God, it does. <laughs> he does. He looks like Creed Bratton. <sighs> I was watching The Well, we're always watching The Office. Yeah. It's just, we've, every time, like, we just fall asleep to it every day. Great. And then it'll be, like, a week and a half later, and I'm like, oh, we're back to the beginning. <laughs> 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 the Office is just always playing in sense. the house. It's like. Like if 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 Netflix had a urine review, <laughs> it would be so bad. isn't it It'd going like, away on January first? You watched eight hundred billion hours of The Office. Isn't The Office going away off of Netflix on the first? I'm purse? gonna die. What am I gonna do? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little 
or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, I imagine you'll find another way to watch it or something else. Yeah, I'll just have to buy them on DVDs. I like the DVDs. I have lots of DVDs. Might as well get that one. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the next one is Pot Skiffle, a.k.a. Pot Scraper. Spoon Licker? Is this different than... Pot Scraper. Yeah. So his brother licks the spoons. He licks the bowls. Oh, okay. I mean, this sounds the same as the no, pie. The, or the other like guy the steals. Pans. He just steals the pans. He oh, doesn't eat them. I thought he, he steals ate the remnants off of maybe them. Maybe brings them to pot scraper. Mm. Yeah, the other guy just steals them. And um, it says he is like many of his brothers and that his uh, Christmas hijinks are gluttonous. And breaking into one home after another, he seeks out pots of sauce, chunks of roast meat left on a tray, saucepans of seasonal vegetables, and scours off anything left over to eat. So he just comes in and eats all the leftovers. Mm-hmm. No turkey sandwiches for you. And he was created to encourage children to finish their meals. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we always just finish our meals because my mom's like, you want to fucking eat what's on your plate? You're going to go to bed hungry then. You're not getting mm-hmm. anything else. And maybe you won't even get breakfast because you didn't eat that. So, goodbye. And so we said, okay, better eat everything. Yeah. Um, and so, if anything was left over, it brought him sniffing at their door. And so, children had to eat everything or a pot sniffer would come around. Nope. Pot scraper. <laughs> <laughs> He'd sniff them. It does say, sorry, it said he would come to sniffing at their door. Oh, okay. So, uh, next is Askus Lickler. Askus Lickler. Askus Lickler. Askus Lickler. What's the English word? A-S-K-S. No. A-S-K-A-S-L-E-I-K-I-R. Bowl licker. (laughs) (laughs) How many of these fucking things lick bowls? A lot. This one's got a kitty with him, though. Doesn't look like a troll again. Just an old man. <laughs> old man trying to get to the ball. And the kitty's like, Bitch, that's my milk. So you've got the <laughs> pot stealer. You got the pot licker. You got the bowl licker. 
Yeah, it says Gully Gawk is out stealing milk. Stubby is munching on the crust of pans. Pot scraper is scuffing. So he is munching on the crust of pans. Yeah, and then I think he also steals them. Yeah. Because that's what was most important. Because he eats like the pie crust. Yeah, but it says that the pans were the most valuable because they were imported. Yeah, but he steals them so that he can eat the pie crust is what I understood. Yeah, but he also just steals them so they don't have their most important thing anymore. Because it was it said there was the most valuable possessions. Oh, yeah. So he took those. Yeah. So I don't think it was only just to eat it, but to also take from them. Uh, pot scraper scuffing down leftover spoon liquors, doing exactly what his name suggests. And um, and also on the hunt for an easy morsel was the sixth brother. Bull liquor. I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> Although his antics were perhaps the creepiest thus far. Uh, he has a reputation for slurping the remains of whatever is left in bowls of an asker, an Icelandic type of bowl with a lid, to be specific. But the way he does so is rather nightmarish. Each night, bull liquor will quite literally lay beneath the child's bed, waiting for them to finish their nighttime super pudding. When they are satisfied, he will readily snatch up the remaining food to guzzle down himself, perhaps created to get children to go to sleep when asked, or not to indulge in a midnight stack. snack. Not um, to eat in your room. Yeah. Yeah, because you'll get ants. Um. <laughs> or this guy. Or this guy. <laughs> A giant ant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he epitomizes the trope of monster under the bed, mm-hmm. essentially. <laughs> They're really just funny. The next <laughs> the next one is Door Slammer. Herda Skeller. <laughs> I take back the poor thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I take back my analysis. <laughs> <sighs> but doors <laughs> level. I'm sorry. Until the end of the month, he would sneak from home to home, reaching the furthest ends of uh, West Fjords and to the bustling center of Reykjavik, to break into and bang as many doors as he could in order to wake those sleeping inside. Which is rather fucking annoying. Just rude. If someone's coming in and like bang, 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 I'd be like. Yeah, no, it's just rude. No! So, that is uh, not super nice of him. I would be pretty mad. Um, but it says, It's doubtless that with the high winds of Iceland's winter and the makeshift, des- makeshift design of many turf houses in Iceland that many a child was kept wide awake in terror over the Christmas mm-hmm. season, fully believing the door slammer was to be making his rounds through their home. Good God. I'm like, get some better doors. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this next one, Skurgummer or Skurgobbler, who eats all their yogurts, mm-hmm. actually looks like a troll. Oh, yes. Yeah, big. His hands mm-hmm. are the size of the bucket. So, um, but the mills leading up to Christmas are without a doubt some of the best of the year, it says. One can indulge in perfectly cooked poultry, nut roast, mince pies, gingerbread men, cinnamon rolls. Nut roast? Yeah, that's what it says. It is, but it says it. Um, but this season at Iceland, however, one dish deserves an extra special mention. The delicious and creamy skur. The, uh, this healthy, tasty, traditional dairy product can fairly be described as one of Iceland's true delicacy, delicacies, especially when compared to dishes such as fermented shark. What? Mm-hmm. You know what fermented shark is? Just fermented fish. Because aren't they the same ones that eat the herring? I don't know. I don't eat anything like that. It's like the grossest thing on earth. Ew. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
I thought skr was like a yogurt kind, which it actually might be still. No, they're saying especially when compared to things like fermented shark. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, there's a video on how to prepare it. That's nice. Um, but um, anyways, in terms of the Icelandic Christmas folklore, folklore, people were not only people were not the only ones craving skur at this time of the year, and it was a favorite meal of the skur gobbler. And from the 18th until the 30th, this national delight, a compliment to both sweet and savory dishes, was under careful watch should it fall into the hands of this nefarious troll. Nice. The next one is Sausage Snatcher. Well, if the second guy does his job right, then no one will have any skur. Yeah, he'll lick all the bulls clean. No, the milk one. Milk Isn't one. that the milk one? Yeah. Maybe it has to ferment. There's too fucking many of them. There is. They're really doing their job, though, to make that these people are, like, ran dry. Yeah. <laughs> There's fucking nothing left. Um... But from the night Except of the for door slammer, you're just an <laughs> asshole. He's just like, dum, dum, dum. yeah. He's just making music for his brothers to steal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but from the night of the twentieth, constant vigilance used to be required when preparing the bijugu. Mm-hmm. That's wrong. Delicious. It was the only piece of food that the ninth Yule lad or sausage snatcher wanted to get his grubby hands on, and he perfected his way of stealing this Icelandic del- delicacy. And it was said that he would break into homes and hide in the rafters waiting for dinner to be cooked before swooping above from the t- to snatch them up. <laughs> Bloop. I love how these sausages are just like, this and no, mid- that's all snake. I have in my home is a sausage. Yeah. <laughs> it's an empty house with a sausage. The next one is window peeper. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Just a crime. Yep. The tenth you'll add to descend from over his festive season was the creepiest of all. The window peeper. And, uh... He's just a peeping Tom. (laughs) Yep. His chilling behavior was designed as a way to scare children from going outside in the dark winters. And it was just a reminder that the child-eating Gryla had her eyes across the country. He's coming in to watch them. (laughs) 11th is the doorway sniffer. (laughs) I really feel like they need to stop at like five. Honestly. <laughs> like, Gryla, pick your top five kids. <laughs> Send them out. Similar to the window peeper and door slammer, the idea of him creeping into a home to cause mayhem haunted the nightmares of Iceland children. This was exasperated by the fact that uh, the doorway sniffer was renowned for his enormous nose, massive even for his kind. And the reason for his sniffing was also nefarious. He was forever seeking out his favorite meal, the I. Icelandic delicacy of leaf bread. This delicious treat only comes out over Christmas time, and making it is often a cherished family affair, especially in the north. And it is noti- notable for being round, very thin, fried, and decorated with intricate patterns, usually, usually leaves. Anyway, so he'd come out and try to get that. And, uh, 12th. Nope, not last. Meat hook. <laughs> They really started losing. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> yeah. He just, I think he just comes and steals your meat. And he would lay and wait for meat of any dish to be slapped onto a counter. And as soon as he could avoid capture, he'd pull out his long hook and snag himself the centerpiece of a family meal. So he just carries around a meat hook and steals <laughs> meat. <laughs> 
<laughs> Great. Yeah, he'd come from the 23rd of December, and then uh, and he was said to set out, and it's Saint Thorlax Day. Mm-hmm. It's the on um, the day you are tradition to have fermented skate fish for dinner. 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 That sounds disgusting. Last but not least is the candle stiller. The final Yule lad is the candle stiller whose name translate or yeah, sorry, I skipped his Kurtashnicker <laughs> is his real name. I can't say it. Or candle beggar. And he emerges on Christmas Eve in Iceland like his twelve brothers. And his name is self explanatory, although the consequences of his hijinks were more troublesome than they may appear. And the past candles were incredibly valuable in Iceland, proving light throughout the winter, providing light throughout the winter darkness. And as noted, his last, his this lasts about twenty hours a day over Christmas. Jeez, that's a dark night, dark day. Mm-hmm. Gives you four hours of daylight. <laughs> Good lord. Yikes. So yeah, if your candles are being stolen, that's pretty fucking bad. Yeah. And it was the only available tool for Icelanders to enjoy their historically favorite pastime of reading, and so. He would not only rob them of their hobbies, but rob them of their light. So he's pretty bad. Anyways, that's Gryla and her 13 year old lads who really seem to do most of the heavy lifting for yeah, her. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> she just comes in afterwards on like the day of and is like, okay, whatever you motherfuckers are left. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to steal all your food and then you're going to be mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to go do that because they never. She never feeds them. She doesn't feed them any snacks. Yeah, they gotta go buy their own by terrorizing yeah. children. So mine is not going to be as in depth. I chose a uh, perchta, perchta, or perchta, also commonly known as perked, uh, perched. And, I believe you either way. Um, she was once known as a goddess in Alpine paganism in the upper German and Austrian regions of the Alps. Her name may mean the bright one and is probably related to the name Berchtentag, meaning the Feast of the Epiphany. Um, there is... What? Hmm? I'm just trying to figure out what the Feast of the Epiphany is. Oh, I did not look that up. It sounds enlightening, though, huh? Um, yeah. She is often identified as stemming from the same Germanic goddess as Holda and other female figures of German folklore, according to Jacob Grimm and Lottie Motz. Perkta is Holda's southern cousin or equivalent, as they both share the role of guardian of the beasts and appear during the 12 days of Christmas when they oversee spinning. Um, spinning? Mm-hmm. Of what? Um, the world? See. No, like spinning uh the dreidel? Like yarn. Oh, right. Like <laughs> fabrics, fibers. Um according <laughs> Grimm said uh that Perkta was known precisely in those upper German regions where Holda leaves off in Swabia in Alsace in Switzerland in Bavaria and Austria. She emerged from an amalgamation of Germanic and pre-Germanic, probably Celtic traditions of the Alpine regions after the migration period in the early Middle Ages. Now, 
in some descriptions, she has two forms. She can appear as either beautiful and white as snow, like her name, or as elderly and haggard. Mm, I um, love an old hag. I've seen photos of both. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they're both interesting. Uh, in many old descriptions, Bergda had one large foot, sometimes called a goose foot or a <laughs> swan foot. Grimm thought that the foot symbolized her being a higher being who could shapeshift to animal form. So, uh, he noticed that <laughs> that this exists in many languages. Um, French, Latin, Italian, a, a bunch. Um, it's apparently a swan maiden's foot, which is, um, is a mark of her higher nature. She cannot lay aside, and at the same time, the spinning woman's splay foot that worked the treadle. treadle so know. does she just have, like, a webbed foot? She got one big-ass foot. She got one big old foot. Big old foot. Yeah. Maybe got some webbing in there. Yeah. To be so, a duck. <coughs> Interesting. Now, initially, Percta was the upholder of cultural taboos, such as the prohibition against spinning on holidays. In the folklore of Bavaria and Austria, Percto was said to roam the countryside at midwinter and enter homes during the 12 days between Christmas and Epiphany, especially on the 12th night. She would know whether the children and young servants of the household had behaved well and worked hard all year. If they had, they might find a small silver coin the next day in a shoe or pail. If they had not, she would slit their bellies open, remove their stomach and guts, and stuff the hole with straw and pebbles. Mm-hmm. Jesus, straw and pebbles. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did take a turn. Um, I was like, oh, big duck foot. <laughs> Slit their bellies open. <laughs> um, she was particularly concerned to see that girls had spun the whole of their allotted portion of flax or wool during the year. She would also slit people's bellies open and stuff them with straw if they ate something on the night of her feast day, other than the traditional meal of fish and gruel. I'd be up to my eyeballs in straw. Yeah, me I'm too. Sure. Um, the cult of Perkta, under which followers left food and drink for Frau Perkt, and her followers in the hope of receiving wealth and abundance was condemned in Bavaria in the Thesaurus Papyrum in 1468 and by Thomas Eben Ebendorfer von Hasselbach. Awesome. In something I was hoping else this in was a cult I could join. No. Uh, Seems pretty dead. <laughs> I'm going to bring it back here in America. So, Frau Perkta, let's go. It looks so there are modern celebrations. There was something else that I read that basically <laughs> this was my favorite was that she would disembowel people whose houses were messy. Yeah. Um <laughs> on Christmas night because it was a way to get Bitch, families sweep like, your floors. clean your fucking house up after you have your Christmas festivities. Yeah. And so that was my favorite was just like Damn, bitch. You love a clean house. A shame for number no shit. Like, yeah. Sweep um, the floors, intestines come out. You yeah. choose, bitch. Um, it looks like in contemporary culture, Pregda is portrayed as a rewarder of the generous and the punisher of the bad, particularly lying children. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, today in Austria, where she is said to wander through Hans Castle, 
Perfect. Thank I know you. exactly the place. Thank you. I've been working on my pronunciation. <laughs> In the dead of night, the Perkton are still a traditional part of holidays and festivals, such as Carnival Fastnacht. The wooden animal masks made for the festivals are called Perkton. Um, there are large processions of beautiful Perkton and ugly Perkton, and they are held every winter. They in, have just like a in a different here's region the of Austria. Here the beautiful ones. Here the ugly ones. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, beautiful masks are said to encourage financial windfalls, and ugly masks are worn to drive away ir- evil spirits. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. So want it's like if you dress up cute for Halloween, mm-hmm. you get financial stuff. Yeah. You dress up scary. You saying go away, evil spirits. Uh huh. Got it. Um, let me see if I can find. Sorry. I'm not. Okay. I am a little bit chilly, though. After I just drank that wine. Okay, the Perkton, the travel with Perkta, that's kind of like the cult. The her protectors. Yes. They are almost identical to Krampus. I love Krampus. In appearance. He's my favorite. Yeah. Today I found some Krampus underwears. (laughs) I'll spot them. The first mention of Perkta appears around 1200. The word Perkton is not employed until centuries later. In 1468, there appears a reference to her retinue. I don't know that word. Retinol? But its members are not called Perkton, nor do they explicitly resemble Perkton as we think of them today. Hmm. Um, They're understood to be spirits of the departed with time and frequent attacks from the pulpit. Perkta's pagan company came to be commonly feared not as ghosts but as demons something presumably closer to the horned figure figures we now know hmm. um so oh man they really do still have like a really big celebration of perkta in different areas of the world um let's go no thanks oh. i'm good um okay she will also punish women for unkept households and unspun flax. For those she deems good, the men too. silver coin, uh, if she deems you unworthy, if you forgot to leave out, or if you forgot to leave out a bowl of porridge for her. If your flax is half spun and unfinished, slits open your abdomen, removes your organs, replaces them with straw and pebbles. Bitch, you didn't leave me no oatmeal. You mm-hmm. can get straw and pebble mm-hmm. organs. Um... Damn, that's a rough world. So she was also associated with the a wild hunt flying through the night sky while accompanied by her demonic Perkton, Krampus looking creatures, and elves mm-hmm. and unbaptized babies. <laughs> During the last <laughs> the last three Thursdays before Christmas, you'll hear sounds of thunder and wind roaring. However, it was really Frau Perkta leading her wild hunt. Either way, she doesn't seem like a woman to cross, whether she is a crone who judges your household, or someone who comes to punish the naughty and reward the nice, or even the leader of the wild hunt itself. She promises punishment for those who she sees as undeserving. 
One thing for certain, whichever version of her tale you believe, be sure to have your house dust free and stay indoors on the night leaving <laughs> nights leading up to Christmas or Frau Perkta might replace your organs with straw. I need to go home and clean. <laughs> <laughs> she would hate my I would yeah, it'd be filled with straw. She'd have to she would just fill my whole house with straw at this point. She'd be like, hmm, I'm gonna stuff your outside too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You're so just going to become like a porcupine full of straw. Frau Perkta. Love it. Oh, mm-hmm. how nice. Yeah, this is uplifting. She loves her clean house. Well. This bitch wants your house clean. She's just Marie Kondo. Yeah. But, and like. Well, I can show you some images of her. I would like to see. Let's see. I'm very curious about her appearance. So here's one. Of I want to see the snow angel. It doesn't have the the big ass foot though. Oh, so I want swan but foot. That's just a pretty cute. one. Huh? Yeah. Um, like I'd look like that if I could. <laughs> yeah. And then there's this guy. Hold, hold, hold. That's her. Mm-hmm. Oh, she got her little orphan. Children, unbaptized babies, <laughs> <laughs> or this one. So the short one is perked up, and then the tall one, the Krampus one, is her perked in. I like that. That's cute. That's a look. I'd have that on my That's a Luke. That's a Luke. L E W K. It is. And then I think this is another one that kind of takes on both. Okay. Yeah. So. That is she got some Grella vibes Perkton. too. Here, her Perkton. Yeah, that looks like a dim. I yeah. feel like it's some of the wiser. Little teeny tiny Krampus. They do look like Krampus. Oh, here's another image of Perkta. I love Krampus. This is an ugly Perkta, and it is terrifying. Oh, let me see. Yeah. It just looks like Donnie it's Darko just, had some horns put on it and then a beard. And then <laughs> a drawing of her, I suppose, <laughs> mid-disemboweling. <laughs> she looks like fucking heat miser. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> but look, she's got the fucking organs in her hand. Yeah, I see that. I thought it was a ferret. <laughs> For a second, I don't know. No, it's organs. Oh, you see how I think uh-huh. it's a ferret, yes. though, right? Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It's, it's kind of like skinny along like a ferret. Uh-huh. I like Perkta. Yeah, she encourages you to have a nice, tidy house. Yeah, here's That's another pretty. one of her pretty. Oh, she's beautiful. Uh-huh. That's some Elsa looking shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe yeah. Elsa's just Perkta. Maybe clean your fucking house. Theories. I'm sure someone's got that theory out there. Oh, I'm sure. But let's just pretend it's it's ours. Well, that's it this week. That that's all, folks. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. That plays at the end. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Yeah, I we appreciate to, you all. We want to thank our patrons. We have a few. Yeah, we have Brian and Amanda, and we also have Brandon, and we have Jeffrey and Shelby. So, thank you guys so much for your support this whole year. We love them. Yeah. They're the best. And they mean more to us than y'all do. I feel like I got a very NPR voice for this part. And first off, we'd so like thank to thank you guys for your patrons. support. We greatly appreciate it. We will be continuing into 2021. I'm going to fall asleep right now. We are at the lovely Rogue Media Network. Yeah. Uh, soon Studios. we will be at the new studio. Bless the Lord. 
I cannot wait. We are very excited. I can't. I'm not going to fall asleep. Uh, if you'd like <laughs> to reach out to us, feel free to reach out to us on Facebook at... What's your excuse oh. podcast? Oh, hang on. <laughs> feel free to reach out to us on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Okay. Instagram. Uh, what's your excuse podcast? And that's with no spaces or apostrophes because we get wild on there. <laughs> or on <laughs> Facebook at... Which is... I can't. Oh, God. My skin's crawling. What's your excuse podcast? <laughs> and uh, with spaces and apostrophes because they're... We are not animals. Yeah. That's kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> You can send us your emails and your creepy stories. We'd love to hear them. At mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what's your excuse podcast at gmail.com. Send us any. Did your parents scare? Did you have to leave out a wooden shoe? I don't know. Did someone mm-hmm. you know get disemboweled for having a messy <laughs> house? Did all of your pots get <laughs> stolen and your spoons licked? Did you have a Christmas time peeping Tom? Let's see. So was no, someone slamming your see. doors at night? <laughs> was someone sniffing under your doors <laughs> at night? <laughs> Tell us now. <laughs> it's just a dog. Yeah. <laughs> so, bye. Send that us to our email. Yeah. We also, you can find us on a lot of platforms. <laughs> My bad. <so. laughs> I got too relaxed. <laughs> I know. You can find us on Spotify. Sleep. Um, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Pandora. Also, Google Play. And Stitcher. Yes. And um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. Those, uh, as we mentioned, you know, we're getting kind of somewhere in some charts yeah. over in the UK. So Number like, 36 on that improv chart in the yeah, UK. Out of 36, I'm sure. Out of 37. At least. <laughs> we know that for sure. Um but if you want us to get anywhere higher in any of these charts, in the U.S. U.S. Please just like leave a five star review, uh, five star thingy, ma bomb, and then rating, rating. Yeah, that's right. And then leave a review. Yeah. You can liter- literally some of them just say it's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's all you got to do. You could just put a smiley face and say, "Yeah, good job." Be fine. If you're actually our friend, you will. Yeah. If not. We'll disown you. If not, then I hope that this voice... We can voice see who comments. I hope that this voice haunts your nightmares. It does already. Bye. Oh, but goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's all, folks. What's your excuse? I'm gonna I'm gonna steal all your food. <laughs> Dirty Christmas song. Oh my god. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Just hear this say bells jingling. Give me that dingling too. Outside it's Lovely weather for some butt stuff together with you. Butt stuff. Get it up, get it up, get it up right now. And then we can plow. Yeah, that, 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 that's all, folks. All right. I'm piggy. <laughs> Great. 
Hi, I'm Becca. And I'm Josie. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges. And this is by the cover. No, wait. Do you want us to? Oh, shit. Okay, we'll try it again. Okay. Hi, I'm Becca. And I'm Josie. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges on By the Cover, a new podcast. Yeah, we're a talk show. God, we're a Josie. Yeah, we're a comedy talk show centered around Amazon book review culture. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are. All the We're places. There. You can't hide from us. Anyway, listen to our show. We're going to be funny. We're going to be talking about books, and it's going to be great. Yay! Promo over. Looking for a job? Check out ResWrite. ResWrite offers resumes, cover letters, and LinkedIn profiles for individuals searching for new opportunities. Resumes start at just $30. Check out ResWrite.com for more info and use my code ResWriteRMN10 for 10% off all services. Again, that is ResWriteRMN10, which is R-E-S-R-I-T-E-R-M, as in mom, N as in nachos, 10 for 10% off all services. What? Nachos was a good thing. <laughs> Hi, my name is Gary. I spend a lot of time on Rogue Media. I love podcasting. Podcast makes me so happy. When I'm not doing anything else, I'm listening to Bluesville, Keep Waco Loud, and a lot of other things. I love the Rogue Media. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.